they say in sports, you miss 100% of the chances that you don't take. So I think it's worthwhile taking this chance and trying to see if by organizing a lot of people to get in touch with them and send them basically the same message and the same birthday card, then maybe we can change things. Hi, I'm Brent Stafford, and this is RegWatch by RegulatorWatch.com. Well, there is a very big date coming up for somebody who's very important for vaping, and that is Mr. Michael Bloomberg, his 80th birthday. And joining us today is John Oyston, Dr. John, as most people know him, anesthesiologist here in Canada and ardent uh, vaping supporter. John, good to see you. Hi, welcome back. Good to so see you again. What is this thing you're doing with Michael Bloomberg? All right, have you become best friends? <laughs> Not really, but I am sending him best wishes on his birthday. Um, so as you said, uh, Valentine's Day this year, February the 14th, is Michael Bloomberg's 80th birthday. Uh, and that's a reasonable time for someone to reflect on what they've achieved in life and what they want to do with the time that's left to them. And Michael Bloomberg is an amazing man. He's had an incredible career. He got a great education with a BS in engineering and an MBA from Harvard. Uh, he joined an investment company, Solomon Brothers, and rose to be partner. Uh, when they got taken over, he got um, a discharge package and he got $10 million. Some people could have just called it quits of that and gone to lie on a beach. He set up his own business, Bloomberg LP, selling financial and investment advice and technology. And he became incredibly rich. Uh, he's currently the 20th richest man in the world with a net worth of $59 billion. Uh, he has 13 homes, six planes, two helicopters. Um, so rich beyond our imagination. But he could have quit at that, but he didn't. He decided that he needed to use his talents to do good. And so he campaigned to be mayor of New York. And he became mayor of New York City three times. He served 12 years and on the whole did a lot of good things. And again, at that, he could have called it a day and just packed in and gone to spend some time on a Caribbean island. Uh, but he didn't. He signed the giving pledge and promised to give away half his net worth. So, you know, he's already given away about five or $10 billion. He has maybe another $25 billion to go. And so he's used that to, through Bloomberg Philanthropies to do a lot of good work in a lot of fields. He's interested in gun control. He's interested in cities and interested in the environment. And also he's very interested in public health. And within public health, tobacco control is one of his areas of focus. And so he's done a lot of good work in that field. Uh, when he was mayor of New York, he created no smoking areas in restaurants and in bars. And he extended that even into uh, park places. You can't smoke in Central Park in New York City. So he was a leading edge on that movement. And I first heard about Bloomberg's initiatives with tobacco control because the country of Uruguay elected a president who was an oncologist and he wanted to reduce cancer. So he wanted to pass some very strict tobacco control measures and various tobacco companies were threatening him with legal action if he proceeded to do that. And Bloomberg's charity stepped in and supported him in legal rights to, uh, for the city, for the country of Uruguay to have its own tobacco control measures. So he's done a lot of great work. But in recent years, he's been funding organizations which are lying about the risks of vaping and which are exaggerating the risks and denying the benefits of vaping as a way to get people to quit smoking. And that is very sad to my mind. I think he's just misguided. I think this is a glitch in his system. He prides himself on data-driven philanthropy. But I think in this particular case, he's not following the data. And I'm hoping that if we could bring this to his attention, he might be able to change things.
So if I understand it right, you're trying to use the birthday to kind of activate some of the vapors out there to maybe reach out uh, to Mr. Bloomberg with some cordial happy birthdays. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've got a birthday card here, which is available at the website, uh, bloombergbirthday.info. Uh, and I'm asking people to send this to him. And so what we want to do is to praise him for all the good work he's done. Um, you know, he's done a lot of good stuff on tobacco control and harm reduction with other drugs, uh, with gun control. Um, he's got a lot of awards. He's a KBE. He's um, the WHO Global Ambassador. So these are all good things. And you can see here his legacy is flying high on, on all these things that he's achieved in life. But I have it here dragged down by his policy on nicotine and vaping because he doesn't seem to believe in the use of less harmful nicotine products. He doesn't seem to believe that vaping is an effective way to get people to stop smoking. And I think if we were able to change that, then his legacy would be significantly better and uh, things in the world would be a lot better. Now that's very interesting. So tell us about exactly what it is you're asking people to do. So I was just on the website here. It's at, uh, sorry, say the URL again for everyone. It's Bloomberg Birthday. Bloombergbirthday.info. So let's just take a look at what you've got here. Um, so the main part, there's two pages. So everybody should know that to keep their eye out for two separate pages. Now, this first one seems to be quite a bit of information. Is this part of the plea for, for Bloomberg? Yeah, this is just background information. If anyone approaches it who doesn't know as much about vaping and less harmful nicotine products as, as you or I, I just wanted to introduce the whole topic to explain you know, that the importance of nicotine as being the thing that makes people dependent on cigarettes, but not by itself being particularly harmful. Uh, and my whole message to Bloomberg's organization is that there are much less harmful ways to give smokers the nicotine that they are dependent on without the seven or 8,000 other toxic chemicals that are present in cigarette smoke. And you know, according to one article published in the British Medical Journal, if we could get all the American smokers to switch to vaping, this would save 6.6 .6 million lives. And because Bloomberg believes in tobacco control and he believes in saving lives, I think this is something that if he was properly informed about, he would support. Right. And you would hope that would be the case. Now, you would think, though, uh, John, that um, by now, Michael Bloomberg would have some idea about vaping. I mean, is it is it possible to even get through to him, do you think? Um, other people have tried and people have you know, done gone through formal channels and sent letters and they haven't really been able to engage with him. He gets to a certain point of, of replying. And then as people get into a more detailed scientific explanation, it seems he or his organization or the people who deal with things on his behalf uh, just get bored with the conversation and they're convinced that they're right. Um, so perhaps we have to look not only at Michael Bloomberg, but also the people who he surrounds himself with and the people who you know, he trusts to give him information. And unfortunately, that includes people like Matt Myers from the Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids, who is very heavily into uh, being, who's very heavily against vaping you know, and who tells lies. He says, for example, that vaping has undone decades of work on tobacco control, when in fact, cigarette smoking rates in the United States are now lower than they've been in maybe 40 or 50 years. So if that who is Bloomberg is getting advice from, then it's not surprising that he's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, well, obviously we we cover a lot of the issues around uh, Mr. Bloomberg um, and um, 
I want to kind of stay a little bit cheerful as possible as we can. Okay, sure. Because, well, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously the idea here is to get people to in the hundreds or maybe the thousands to actually follow along the steps here on the website and to send off these happy mm -hmm. birthday announcements. And so the the happier and more welcoming and forgiving you are as a vapor sending out those messages, no. obviously good karma. We're hoping that the good karma goes out to Mr. Bloomberg on his birthday. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think in many ways he's a very admirable person. He's very smart. He's worked very hard. He's made a lot of money and now he's giving it away. And most of what he's doing is, is good work. But I think he's an incredibly busy guy. He has his finger in a whole bunch of pies. And you know, while vaping is dear to your heart and to my heart, for him, it's, you know, it's a subset of a subset of a subset of what he's involved with. And I think that if we could somehow bring it, it to his attention that he's, you know, there's a little bug in his system here, that it's quite possible that he could change things. And if you imagine how much the world would change if you have somebody who is planning in the next few years to give away $25 billion, who has his own media empire, who has um, the ear of organizations like the CDC, like the Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids, like the World Health Organization. These are organizations that he's donated lots of money to in the past and who listen to him. So if he could use his money, his power, his influence to actually support vaping as an alternative for cigarette smokers who can't quit nicotine use altogether, then he could do amazing things. One of the things I'd particularly like him to see, see him do is fund research on vaping. Because at the moment, the only real people who can afford the sort of money that's needed to do vaping research is the tobacco industry. And as soon as the tobacco industry funds a research project, everyone says, it's the tobacco industry, we can't believe them. So we desperately need independent funding for vaping research. And if Michael Bloomberg was prepared to do that, that would be a huge advantage. Uh, in Britain, they're doing interesting things like giving away e-cigarettes to homeless people because if you give them free access to something that's going to help them, they'll take it up. So imagine the scale of Bloomberg's philanthropy on the world scale. He could be literally giving away millions of free e-cigarettes so that instead of working with the World Health Organization and encouraging them to ban e-cigarettes in India and deprive 120 million Indian smokers of a safer alternative to cigarette smoking, maybe what he should be doing is he should actually be supplying those 120 million cigarette smokers with vape, because that would help, that would make their risk 20 times less. So I don't think that there's a huge chance that this is going to succeed, but as they say in sports, you miss 100% of the chances that you don't take. So I think it's worthwhile taking this chance and trying to see if by organizing a lot of people to get in touch with them and send them basically the same message and the same birthday card, then maybe we can change things.